right, guys. Welcome back to this Average Pass podcast presented by Clutch Points. Uh, I'm your host, Blake Level. With me is one very happy man, and that is uh, my co-host, Dylan Reagan. And uh, yes, the Rams are your Super Bowl champions and kind of been the running theme here, Dylan, all offseason. In the playoffs, you know, we said in the offseason, I feel like going into the regular season, you know, hey, this Rams team could be really good. And then once we got to the playoffs, I think you start to look at their road ahead, and you're thinking, boy, that's a that's a tough road to get there, right? Like it's um, if they're going to win the Super Bowl, look at the path they could have to face. But everything kind of just you know seemingly they just find a way to make plays, and everything lines up for them to host the Super Bowl. And here we are, two years in a row, the <laughs> the winning team uh, hosts the Super Bowl. It's just uh, it's crazy to think, but yeah, I mean, I. This was a great game, another one in what's been a you know pretty great offseason, one of the best, I think, of all time when you go back and look at it. But, man, the Rams just they just made plays. Uh, and when you had to make plays, and that was on the really the last two drives. I mean, the, the drive on offense with Stafford and Cup, mm-hmm. and then defense getting the pressure, which I think the Rams had gotten pressure during the game, but it still felt like there were some opportunities out there, and you just knew on that final drive the pressure was going to crank up and – that's exactly what happened. Aaron Donald uh, making the big play to get the win. So. Yeah, the whole second half was crazy with how much pressure they got. It kind of started following the suit of what we maybe thought could happen going into the game. I thought the Bengals' offense line in the first half played pretty well overall, and they were able to put Burrow in some decent spots. But they still had a game plan that was very much relying on getting the ball out quick, and there were some little different adjustments that the Rams were able to make on bigger plays later in the game. Think of the the sack after the interception by Stafford and what the the play that Taylor Rapp was able to make there to kind of get that hesitation before before they get knocked down and have to kick the field goal. Just little things that David, as much as Aaron deserves so much credit, obviously, for that final play, not to get ahead of ourselves. But David Long makes, makes a fantastic play there, knowing they're going to be going to that slant kind of in route. From T. Higgins, it was man coverage. He left his man at the last second to kind of flash in that window, and there's just enough time. I know a lot was made about uh, Jamar Chase being open past Jalen Ramsey on that final fourth down. He wasn't even close to looking that way. Um, it was like probably his last read, just because of how quickly they knew they were going to have to get the ball out. And yeah, it's, it was a it was a great game in terms of it was close and it had a, a great finish. But it was a strange game for certain points. I, I wouldn't say the Rams looked like the exact team they've looked at, like at certain points of the season obviously once Odell went down their offense it's just I mean they've had some really uh you know fortune with injuries to an extent but you know you look at the Robert Woods injury all the tight ends they've lost and especially in this game I think once Odell was down not having Higby there was just very obviously gonna hamper them and you knew the defense was gonna have to step up and they did it so yeah I mean they've had three straight games three of their gutsiest wins you know of the year they've uh, they always seemed since before the season definitely thought they could contend for this right and I think that like you're saying this postseason is one of the best ever because we had essentially eight teams all on divisional weekend that felt like they had a shot at winning the whole thing that doesn't always happen maybe there wasn't the same like one dominant team that we might get in some years but I mean these two teams you know they made some mistakes both of them they both uh, battled really well a lot of unsung uh, heroes on both sides on defense I feel like I mean Ashawn Robinson for the Rams was an absolute monster so many Bengals defenders all game I mean they the Rams could get nothing going running and it seemed like that was going to be a, a storyline was uh, uh, Sean McVay again being a little too conservative with some of the play calling but 
they get enough stops, enough sacks. And yeah, I mean, Von Miller had some great stunts. I mean, they just, they, that second half, that defensive line, I mean, they really won the game. I think between Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, I, either of them could have been the MVP of this game. I do understand Cup getting it though, because man, that last drive, they know the ball's going to him constantly. And he still was making great plays that obviously a lot made of the no look pass uh, on the on the big it was only second down but a huge uh, 20 some odd yard play that got the Rams really down the field late in that final drive and just to be able to, to you know have different guys step up there and the offensive line you know for what all the struggles it had run blocking it relatively pass blocked pretty well the whole game there was a couple sacks here and there uh, by the Bengals but overall enough uh, plays that even when um you know without Odell he was not connecting too well with Van deep down the field in a few of those tougher throws daryl henderson had a few nice plays but it was just uh a, a kind of what this team has become the last few weeks in terms of finding different ways to win it was a very different game than the, the niners game but then it also had that feel of like uh, they're just going to find a way to to scratch and claw and get first downs convert more third downs they really did dominate on third down and uh the bengals man it, i mean they're going to look back at this and we've talked about how they're a team that has a chance to be good for a long time but you got to take advantage of these opportunities and i don't think you know how this game started um with the rams scoring on uh, you know they had a couple of drives where they didn't score but obviously but to get the that lead and then for the odell injury to happen the you know the uh, P, uh, lack of an offensive pi call uh, on t higgins you get that long touchdown then the pick right after i mean they had everything going their way that was definitely a turning point that stopped there uh, as i mentioned earlier at the taylor wrap you know the flash there before donald pushed the guard <laughs> back into burrow but i mean they had such an opportunity to win even at the end i mean you look at there's really short yardage uh situations that the bengals i think will, will look back at maybe the first drive of the of the game where they have the i think they had second and one or second and two and they end up having the fourth down where uh they have the incompletion uh where ernest jones knocked it away from jamar chase a lot made of uh t higgins possibly i believe it was being open on that play but i mean between that not being able to get one or two yards when you know mix an average like five yards of carry in the second half he was really starting to get going you have that drive and then also obviously at the end to not be able to get a yard i think the decision to run there on that third down uh, with with P Ryan, I feel like with how Mixon was rolling, it would have made a little more sense. Uh, maybe he would have been able to power through a little further to get that first down. But I mean, you got to give credit also to guys like Aaron Donald. Obviously, uh, as I say, he's one of the possible MVPs. But that, I mean, as much as the sack at the end, or not the sack, but the pressure at the end of the game to win it is going to be the the highlight that we see forever on Super Bowl films. I think that third down play where he just basically one arm on P Ryan and like pulls him back. I mean, that was, it was crazy. It was, and just that those are defining plays. Those, the short yardage uh, uh, situations. And you see the, the Rams weren't perfect with that early in the game, but I mean, you have cup get the, the fourth down in his own territory in that last drive and that little end around. I mean, just so many, so many guys stepped up and it definitely is a, from a fan's point of view, I wouldn't say this was the most enjoyable championship game. It was really, <laughs> it was more of a relief after it ended. I wouldn't say, during that second half it was a ton of fun it was a lot of fun before Odell got hurt and then man they they really were uh, scratching and clawing to find something on offense and just had just enough to get it done and uh, I you know maybe it wasn't the prettiest Super Bowl win but it still got a Lombardi trophy that's all that really matters at the end of the day so definitely a lot of fun talking to family and people that were you know fans of the team before they moved um, and then obviously being back and how just definitely a huge win for you know all the 
these kids here that aren't like when I grew up and didn't have a team in Los Angeles. I wonder how many Rams fans are going to look back. And I, I've met like Niner fans, uh, all sorts of teams are like, Oh, I remember the Steve young team in the nineties. And like, that was when I became a Niners fan. I wonder how many young fans in, uh, in 20, 30 years from now are going to look back and be like, that's where I became a Rams fan. So it's definitely a really big moment for a team that's, you know, still building a fan base here for sure. Yeah, no, there was, um, like you said, I, definitely a frustrating game i think if you're a, a rams fan just as as the game's playing out but you know as the there was a point where i just you know i wasn't sure i was like i don't know if the rams are gonna be able to pull this <laughs> off you know because you're just thinking like it seemed like every offensive option they had not named cooper cup was just not an option once beckham went down and um i know there was a lot of frustration about continuing to try to run the ball which was just a, a completely completely non-factor mm-hmm. I mean, 23 with the 23 carries, 43 yards, and, you know, that, that factors in not a whole lot uh, in terms of just Cam Akers, 13 for 21, so your starting running back really doesn't get anything yep. in this game. But, um, you know, I think there were a couple of different guys to me that, I mean, like someone like Daryl Henderson who just, you know, there were a couple passes that he caught I thought were just, I mean, just one of those things, right, where you're just looking for anything. Like, you just need someone to do something because you know you just lost Beckham. You know all yep. the attention's on Cup. And I thought Henderson made a couple plays there in the game that were just kind of big. I don't remember yep. exactly how the drive turned out on some of those. But he made a couple of those catches that you looked up and said, all right, those are big. Um, you know, Hopkins made a couple of those, especially yeah. – I think on that final drive, I want to say I know he had one. I don't remember two. if he had mm-hmm. that two. Okay, I was going to say I know he had a couple there late, and you know, and then Cooper Cup. I mean, it's we've said it all year long. Like it's it's been the year of him, and like that's just <laughs> kind of how it's been defined. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just we, we understand even when a team puts all their focus on him, he's just so hard to to stop. And you know, I, I'm thinking after the the play at the end there, where you, you know you make the the touchdown pass you've got the offsetting penalties i'm thinking oh there it was like that was the opportunity and then what do you know <laughs> they still managed to get right back to that spot and do it again um i guess the only thing cooper cup could not do well in this game was throw a pass uh, he was <laughs> you know over one joe mixon goes one for one and joe's look a little bit better but um yeah i just i thought overall i mean this is what you want like you want your your top players to make the plays that they they need to make in those kind of scenarios and Cooper Cup, Stafford, Donald, like that trio mm-hmm. right there. They're the ones that sort of stepped up and made those plays. And on the flip side, you know, for the Bengals, I just think that you said it best, like missed opportunity to me because they were right there. Um, I know you kind of talked about the the missed opportunity there on that third down where I guess, you know, just dropping that pass and it's, it's caught, you know, that's a first down. Like that's who who was that? That was Tyler Boyd. He he may have been stopped short, but he, I mean, with his momentum, he he might've driven for it. Yeah. And they probably, they, you know, maybe they probably go for it kind of seeing how the game was playing out and Mm -hmm. thinking they had all that momentum. So I thought that was a huge play too, because that was his first drop all season. And you're just thinking, Oh my goodness. That is one. But, you know, you talk about the things that come back. I'm thinking that that extra point the whole time. I'm thinking that extra point is going to be the thing that determines this game here because, you know, it it changes everything. You're not playing for a field goal. You have to score a touchdown. And, like, there were just so many of those little things in this game that sort of added up. But in the end, Rams still found a way to win. Yeah, if you, that extra point would have been looked back on so long if they don't call that um, Logan Wilson a hold. I mean, it, there's yeah. a chance that – 
Um, uh, you know, obviously the Rams still score in the next play on fourth down if they don't call that. But yeah, if they if that call doesn't happen, it's a three point game. Now it's just a quick field goal tie game. So it changed, you know, the Rams' mindset there too. I do wonder if the Rams were down by three, if some of their play calling would have been less aggressive at certain points and could have been, it could have changed a lot, uh, how the thing maybe it ended up turning out for the better for the Rams. They were, they had the mindset of we have to get in the end zone. So. Yeah, it was, oh man, yeah, the first drop of the year for Tyler Boyd. Really brutal spot, obviously. Had some nice plays in the game. Um, uh, I think five catches or, or so. Looking about the stat, yeah, five catches in this one. Uh, kind of had that same role that he's he's always going to, that third option. I mean, it's such a big moment. They had some big plays in the first half. They did miss Chris Evans. I know he kind of got caught up on that on that uh, wheel route uh, where Burrow overthrew him and kind of double clutch. Some weird things happened there, but some, some spots obviously they hit they get the they weren't going to be able to consistently get you know a long drive kind of like the Rams did at the end they were going to have to get big plays against the Rams team doesn't give up many and twice Jalen Ramsey got uh, burned even if one of them uh, definitely if the Rams had lost it would have been really tough to look back and it wasn't the craziest uh, face mask by any means but still given how big that play was man that would have been Definitely an all-timer, and the Bengals on the flip side can look at some calls, mostly the Logan Wilson one. I don't think too much was made of the Eli Apple basically holding onto the back of Cooper on the PI before, right before the touchdown. Uh, don't, don't want to see all those flags at the end there. Made it slow down a bit, but at the end of the day, I mean, both teams got some calls. Both, the Bengals still had uh, you know a touchdown lead, and then their last five drives go punt, 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 and then yeah. uh, uh, turnover on down. So it's, I mean, they. They, you know, from that moment on, uh, after the after, you know, their offense just couldn't. Uh, the offensive line finally, the, the, the whole theme that we talked about going into this game, that's yeah, in the first half didn't seem like it was having the the same impact. It was just that offensive line could not hold up. The Rams started scheming up. They they ran. They completely kind of changed what we're used to. They're I think the third highest two high safety team in the league they were they had a single safety for i uh, you know a majority of the snaps in this game and they they started seeing like hey we're gonna have to our defense line is gonna win we got to be more aggressive uh, uh, you know force them to throw it over the top and if they do uh credit to them it happened a couple times but overall they they definitely got more aggressive in that second half took away the quick throws and you see what happens when uh, only one two reads Uh, joe burrow uh, and you hope for the Bengals' point of view. I mean, they have so much cap space; they got to be able to fix this line because you have with the with the with these uh, playmakers in Cincinnati and Joe Burrow's ability to make those second, third, fourth reads and see everything play out. I mean, he, they're so set up to be just incredible on offense if their offensive line is just you know mediocre, even like they yeah. like they, they have so many situations where it's like plays were there to be made if he just has a bit more time. And yes, the Rams have a great defensive line, but. It, it got kind of ugly uh, at certain points, and it still looked like their defense might hold on. Uh, I, that play call that you mentioned, the uh, the throw from Cooper Cup, I don't know about a third and five uh, calling that. I like that on maybe first and goal or something. Like I, I just could not – a third and five, I'm like, we're really not going to trust our guys to just run a normal play to get five yards. Um ended up jesse bates was of course the you know one of the more heady safeties in the league was even if stafford catches the ball he might get crushed right before getting it first down bates was running right down but some interesting play calling from sean um in this game that i definitely at times was a bit frustrated with we already touched on all the early down runs that were not successful at all 
but it's still a testament to what this team has become in terms of the culture he's built, the coaches he's brought in, and you know having guys like Raheem Morris really step up uh, with a defensive game plan that, that should deserve more credit maybe than it's getting. I've seen some places talk about it, but um, I really thought that the way that they adjusted in the second half was a, a turning point. And then, you know, when they really needed it, uh, Sean made some great play calls on that last drive and have obviously have to have the guys and uh, all these superstars and, and role players that have to step up. You mentioned Bryson Hopkins. I mean, going back even further, Johnny Munt was their number two tight end, really more of a blocking tight end. So Bryson was like the fourth guy, you know, at the beginning of the year on the depth chart. Props to our tight end coach to <laughs> have him prepared because yeah, he yeah he had that one kind of on the field goal drive in the second half. He had one catch where he almost dropped the pass, but then he kind of bowled through like six guys, and I was like, what is what is Bryson doing? <laughs> like this doesn't look like yeah. uh, the guy we've seen all year. He had he has uh, one game where he really did, and he kind of did step up. And maybe it's a game where you saw that. Um, Stafford got some confidence in him in the game where the Rams had all the guys out with COVID against the Cardinals in Arizona uh, in the second half of the season. He stepped up and had a pretty good game there. So uh, those moments just so, yeah, for all the stars that did step up, so many just guys that just made enough plays. And But it still could have gone either way. And, man, the Bengals, it's just I, I still think they are set up again for the future. I still think that they can fix this offense line and be really potent there. Uh, you can't expect their defense to constantly be this good. They're going to have to maybe make some improvements there as well. But, um, man, that conference is brutal. So it's like you got to take it. Like It's going to be even if Burrow and this offense become the number one offense in the league, there's no guarantee next season they're back here because you got to go through Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and what, who knows what the Chargers do and how they have Herbert and all these other teams. I mean, it's like AFC stacked, and <laughs> it's going to be um, – maybe they will be right back here. I wouldn't doubt it at all, but – uh, definitely one that I, I'm as Joe's already talked about he'll learn from but I the team needs to learn from it he had what 70 some odds I think it was 70 sacks this year that he took I mean like yeah it's just not yeah, I know he's a really heady guy and even if his body was compromised and it was even at points in this game both guys had potentially looked like ugly injuries Joe Burrow with his leg rolled up on the foot of Stafford completely rolled up under uh, defender two I mean these guys battled and Burrow's always going to be a guy I think with his head no matter what he's going to be a great quarterback but Man, that's got to be priority number one. It's it's obvious, but like, man, you gotta you gotta protect him just because yeah, you're gonna be good for a long time as long as Burrow's out there. So do everything you can to make sure he's out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I thought stood out: very clean game up until like the final. <laughs> yeah. Really, couple drives. I kept I kept saying I was like, man, there's no penalties in this. I was like, I don't even remember when the last penalty was, and <laughs> um, so I, I could appreciate that about this game. I, I will say that. Now, as you said, there could have been a couple. I think uh, on both directions that could have been called that were not, but um, yeah, that that was not much of a factor. I think, uh, although again, there will be plenty of people to find uh, certain faults uh, yeah. with our officiating crew there, but pretty clean game uh, for the most part. All right, Dylan, before we wrap up, let's quickly run back through some of the things we talked about going in. Our predictions, of course, you got yours right because you picked the Bengals. Now, you know, if you're just listening to this thing, hold on, what's he talking about? This has been your strategy all along, pick against the Rams. And uh, it worked again here. I picked the Rams. Um, yeah, so we, we did well there. Uh, MVP, uh, we, we went through all these different options, but I did remember telling you that I, I said, look, I, I'm going with yep. Cooper Cup. It's been his season. And sure enough, he gets the MVP. And, um, yeah, I, that's warranted to me. I mean, I think you could have gone Aaron Donald too, but just the chances were going to be hard for him to win it despite making you know some of the biggest plays of the game for sure. But uh, Cooper's uh, gets it done there as the, the MVP. Uh, and then, Dylan, the clean sweep for me in the top three categories here, the Gatorade color. Went with blue because, obviously, if you're picking the Rams, you're thinking it's going to be blue. And 
It was indeed blue. However, Dylan, where you got me, was on the coin toss, which yet again was the difference in this game for, what, the seventh, eighth time in eighth a row time now? now. Yep. Wow. The, the, the team that yep. – just incredible. I don't even know how you'd explain how the team that wins the coin toss loses the game eight times in a row. I don't know how that's possible. That's but. just just luck. I mean, like just I mean, just a coincidence. Like, there's no, yeah. and you know, like I, I don't know how many times the the team uh, deferred or accepted the, the ball. Um, I'm sure it's like some sort of split. Maybe a little more deferring is more common, but. I don't know. You'd think that that would give you an advantage giving the ball to start the half. Obviously, it worked out pretty well for the Bengals. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah one, the Super Bowl MVP on losing team, I don't think we were that close to that happening. There was no guy that, like, clearly, no. like, if either team won, there was a couple. I, I think Joe might have, even though he, you know, has just the one touchdown pass, right? Yeah, because Mixon has the other one. Not that Burrow's stats were insane, but, I mean, he probably wins it if the Bengals yeah, win. I don't I think, think there so. was enough of a standout performance, even if no. you have all the sacks and, from, uh, and and hits from Aaron Donald. Like, he wasn't going to just win it or Cup or anyone else. So uh, that one we weren't too close to. But, yeah, yeah blue. that's all right. You got blue. blue. I, I wasn't, you know, like you, like you said, it makes sense with the team color and, and stuff, but it doesn't always go that way, as we talked about beforehand. So props yeah. to you. Yeah, you, you had a more successful day than me. But like I said, I was willing to cop compromise my my pick for the game to get the the victory for the Rams so glad it worked out that's right (laughs) Rams stuck with it and uh they got it done and yeah I think I also made my lock was the uh 100 yards receiving or more I just looked this up Dylan Mm -hmm. apparently the bet on FanDuel was more than 100 receiving yards so Uh the fact that T Higgins finished with 100 on the dot (laughs) (laughs) did not win me my bet I just looked this up and so now I'm like oh my gosh are you kidding me one yard so Higgins finishes with 100 on the dot. So if you bet that, I assume it had to be 101 or more. That's my guess. I guess I didn't look at it close enough. Oh, but um, still, I, got I, my, I got my Evan McPherson two field goals. That's right. You did. Yep. yep. You nailed that one. That was a good call. You, go. um, you know, I guess, you know, I mean, Cooper Cup had 92 yards receiving two and some of the others. So we had some fun with those. But, of course, Dylan having the most fun now because the Rams are uh, the Super Bowl champions. And we will, of course – Moving forward, talk about the fallout uh, from the Super Bowl. What's next for uh, Aaron Donald, Sean McVay, uh, all oh, kinds man. of just fun stuff out there for the Rams, but uh, also a big offseason for the Rams. You've got a lot of guys that will you know, be free agents, and uh, Bengals uh, also be interesting to, to look at moving forward. But Dylan, of course, will do it all, and uh, you guys have it all covered over at Clutch Points, uh, all the uh, fallout from the Super Bowl, everything going on. As we said, a lot of players with decisions to make. Uh, maybe coaches with decisions to make, but uh, let everybody know where they can find all that. Yeah, we've got every little angle of every single thing happening with Aaron Donald and and Sean McVay and all those rumors, although Sean made it clear. I think he was reflecting more so on his overall yeah. future, not coaching the 60, the guy's 36. But um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, we got every single thing that they're talking about, all the coverage of we'll have the parade here in L.A. I think in a couple days, um, different things we'll be covering uh, on Clutch Points, obviously from every team's point of view, looking at early free agent possibilities players at the rams and bengals in addition to other teams we've already covered need to resign yeah both teams have quite a few free agents bengals have more cap space rams have some uh avenues to create more cap space a lot of dead cap coming off the books uh from this year uh their their largest figure on there was uh, jerry goff i believe this year the dead cap hit from him was the largest one but yeah we got everything covered nfl wise on clutch points in the app and the nfl section there on the website tons of stuff now we're already going to start looking at the draft pretty soon we got free agency obviously only a month away or so 
So yeah, it's, it's weird being in the middle of February after the Super Bowl instead of the first week, but uh, it just gives us uh, more time to, to get into everything. And yeah, I can follow NBA games in the Clutch Points app. I'll, uh, hopefully baseball will have back, still not looking too great there. Uh, we'll see if the season starts on time, hopefully, but uh, all that good stuff covered in the Clutch Points app and in clutchpoints.com. Yep, check it all out there and uh, be sure to grab the podcast. Uh, we'll certainly be getting into all the stuff. Never boring in the NFL offseason, and we'll, we'll talk about it here uh, moving forward. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. Search for Stafford Pass, and uh, thanks as always for listening to the podcast, and we'll talk to you next time.